everybody, it's Kat, and I want to welcome you to episode 22 of Backstory Sessions, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hello, everyone. Hey, we are at doubles 22 now. Woohoo! I know, it's pretty amazing. So, um, you know, this is, um, we only have one to go in this year. Yeah, well, uh, next week is it, or this week is it, next week. Yeah, no, well, actually, I guess this is our last one of this year. No, I'll probably post this today, and then maybe we'll do one before the end of the year. Yeah, so it's sometime next week, um, we'll do our end of the year, you know, kind of yeah. thing. So, uh, today our backstory is pretty interesting, you know, um when you write things they don't have to be true but I think (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean because yeah I mean because most things are fiction that we write but um there's still like some kind of level of truth to them I think people expect that you know facts in there are gonna be true and and they may or may not be so right I mean well I mean ideally like there is some basis of you know of reality and the things that you write yeah um so I mean you could be writing about a you know a time period or um in that time period you you want to make that as close to the way things would have been in that actual time period right i mean yeah i mean if you're writing a story about like uh the 1700s and the you know the um declaration of independence you wouldn't have like the internet in there right so i mean those kinds of things are important and um sometimes we uh have have messed up a little bit on the time continuum would you say uh, yeah, I can think of one instance where that happened. Okay, you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in this story, Return to Me, uh, we have a, it starts in present day where there's a girl who takes a DNA test, and then, uh, you know, through the course of the story, her mother starts telling her about how, well, it turns out she's not her mother, but, um... (laughs) Her mother who's not her mother. Yeah, yeah, it turns out that she, the person she thought was her mother ends up telling her the story of what happened to her real mother and her father, and supposedly that took place, like, a long time ago, um... Like an impossible long time ago. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, I didn't quite think that one through. Right. But, you know, I mean, I think uh, in that case, the, the reader or the viewer, you know, as it were, in a play, um, you know, they, they suspend disbelief and just go with that. I mean, that's what I think. Like, yeah, so I have somewhat of an experience with, with the opposite side of that. You know, in that same play I talked to, I've talked about before that I sent off and got the bad review um you know 
like characters are fictional in a lot of cases and the reviewer seemed to want to analyze them as if they were like real people and you know he was like doing a psychological evaluation or something of them so you know it can work both ways I think so um we anyways that's kind of the backstory of what is leading us to today's episode where we're just gonna pull out some um we're using a random fact generator and we're just gonna like pull up some facts and then uh you know talk about if they're shocking or whatever we want to say about them right sure yeah so even if we even knew it was a fact uh, (laughs) so um so i mean because facts are I mean, in today's world, it seems like that facts are a little bit less factual. Uh, <laughs> you think? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's people who believe things that aren't factually facts. I mean, but but they're still facts. I mean, they they, they could still... be like alternative facts. I yeah. Guess. yeah. So I think you know, as time goes on, facts have, the definition of facts has changed a bit. Yeah, I think that's probably. Okay, so um, I'll start. My first one is the average human heart beats 3.6 million times a year. Okay, I did not know that. Um, I mean, that does sound like a lot, right? 3.6 yeah. million times. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess you have to divide that by... 365 and then that would tell you like how many times your heart beats a day and you know you could go on because I mean I think an average heart probably beats like well they want it to be 80 80 beats or below I think a minute yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um you know I mean uh, I don't know this, this is a big number but the good thing is you you know you need the heart to keep beating so uh ideally yes. yeah yeah you know. <laughs> i think that is a fact we can all yeah, agree on yeah, all think. right so all right so my first one is uh pretty short it's uh it's uh jesus christ is the official king of poland um okay so um <laughs> what yeah i know what am i supposed to say about that <laughs> well, uh, I mean, he's the king of everything, basically. Sure, sure. Uh, the fact there. Yeah. But, I mean, so, like, I didn't know that Poland had a king. Um, Apparently it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, um, you know, I mean, they made a good choice. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd have to say, like, in, as far as leaders go, they they killed it there. So. Um, oh, I have another one that I... That I uh, read yesterday actually when I was looking for different things for this and uh, how many times do you suppose that uh, how many how many days a year do you suppose that Pat Sajak and Vanna White actually work <laughs> I mean um, they're, they're on you know Wheel of Fortune every night at 7 or 7.30 depending right for on half it. a year or yeah, whatever the yeah. season uh, you know I would say they film a lot of shows and in a certain period of time so I'm going to say they probably work 90 days uh no no they work 36 days wow in a a year 
that's it. And they filmed shows for, I forget what it was, uh, nine hours a day for however many weeks, or, well, for 36 days, and uh, end up with a year's worth of shows for, I forget what. You know, maybe we should do that for the podcast. We yeah. should be like, yeah, work a few days sure. and get a whole year's worth and be done with it. Yeah. I don't that know. That would be exasperating. <laughs> As if it isn't already. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that is shocking. I mean, how many people can, like, make the money they probably make yeah, yeah, for 36 days of work? That's yeah, it's, it's uh, not a cheap amount, apparently, to... Yeah, well, I mean, it couldn't be on Wheel of Fortune. I mean, I mean, ha- like, how many letters does Vanna turn in a year? Depends on how dumb, the, you know, the people <laughs> are or whatever, I mean... Well, she has to turn them all anyways. It's just a matter of does she turn them, you know, when they solve the puzzle or right, does yeah. she have to, how many does she have to turn before they solve it? Right. So, yeah. I mean, she's paid well to turn those letters. That's that's all I'm saying. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, my random fact in efforts to undercut the Dreamcast sales of the upcoming Sega release, Sony announced a PlayStation 2 and exaggerated its performance capabilities. Uh-huh. Oh, way back when? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, could, could you believe that um, in advertising there might be an exaggeration? Huh, yeah, hmm. I mean, these are facts about uh, skewed facts, is, is the way I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a low-down, dirty fact right yeah. there, so, dang so gone. <laughs> you remember the show Family Matters? With, I do. Uh, that was the one with uh, Urkel. L- oh. Oh. Fam- no, you're thinking of family. Yeah, I, I had the wrong one, so no idea. Mama's didn't. family. Right, that's what I was thinking. No, this is the... Urkel, Steve Urkel. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. And the Winslows, Carl and... I do, yes. So apparently uh, they had a second daughter. I don't remember the na- the first one's name, but uh, maybe somebody Nor else. Nor do I. Was, but, uh, uh, <laughs> um, they had a second daughter named Judy... Who, uh, she went upstairs in one of the episodes of season four and was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we think that's funny? Oh my God, what's wrong with us? Yeah, she was never heard from her or acknowledged again on the series. Well, I mean, I just have to say, I, I don't even remember her. <laughs> so that's I probably, know, I, I, but I mean, it's probably why I didn't worry about and, her, you know. You can go back and watch, uh, Season four, and I think that our podcast needs to launch an investigation. I think and uh, figure out what happened to Judy. Yeah, poor Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Never heard from her. Uh, What was his name? Goober, Goober on Andy Griffiths. You know, he would say Judy, Judy, Judy when he was like mocking. You know, so so I think that's like a um, foreshadowing of what was to come. So Hmm. he probably knew what was going to happen to Judy. Mm. I mean, it's just 
It's just a random possible fact of what could have happened. If anybody knows what happens to Judy, um, I don't know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll we'll let the right people <laughs> we'll make sure they get that information, right? Sure. On the down low. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Researchers have found that flossing your teeth can help your memory. Flossing prevents gum disease, which prevents stiff blood vessels, and the stiff blood vessels cause memory issues. So, um, you know, flossing your teeth can help your memory. Huh. Um. Alrighty. So that's like a simple, um... Simple health tip from backstory session. Yeah, and it, and it's fact. It's a fact. It, it it is a fact. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know really what to say about that because it's pretty self-explanatory. So. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, so your dentist basically is like a. Um, I don't know what would you say. Would a. Uh, a neurologist of sorts? I mean... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, you wouldn't say psychiatrist, so. I don't know. Maybe some are. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's see. Um, so, here's, here's an interesting one. Uh, during Prohibition... When was that? Back in the 30s? Um... I don't, I don't remember. Let me get the floss out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, during Prohibition, people used to get prescriptions for medical wine and alcohol, just like they do now with marijuana. Oh. Wow. So, um, so the doctor would just write them, like, you've got, uh... Apparently. Rheumatism yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. You need a shot. <laughs> you need. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like a shot of alcohol. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you know, like, you need wine, so uh, here's a prescription for it. And where would you get that field? At the bootlegger or. Uh, <laughs> apparently, at the, uh, you know, you could still buy stuff at a, you know, like a. I guess at a liquor store, but you had to have some special permission, maybe? I, I don't know. Well, how could there be a liquor store? I don't and know. <laughs> well, I mean, these things are, you know, coming to mind. I'm just reading what it says. I, I haven't researched it. So. Well, I, you know, I think we need to find out uh, about yeah, where they were getting this alcohol because yes, it's yeah. probably related to Judy's disappearance. It probably is. She probably went for a drink and never came back. That's right. Or, that, I mean, she went to the, a bad pharmacy. I mean, you know, be, you yeah. see bad drug up there all the time. Right, so right, it's, right. All right, we'll see what you think about this one. Um English accounts for 50% of visited web pages, even though the amount of English users is only 26%. Now, Russian accounts for a uh, Russian accounts for the second most visited pages at only 6%. So, uh, Russia visits 6% of web pages that are visited, and English. Uh, 
accounts for 50% of visiting web pages. But and there's, I mean, that makes sense to me because there's more English speaking people than Russian speaking, right? I mean, yeah, I, I forget. There's like 10 million or something that speak Russian or something. And, uh, a lot more speak English. I think English is like a universal type language. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. That's that's, that's not all that shocking, is it? I mean, I mean, not on the on, not on the face of it, really. Yeah. So I mean. All right. Uh, let's see. In 1970, Orville Redenbacher paid a marketing firm thirteen thousand dollars to come up with a name for his popcorn company. Well, I mean, isn't that the name of it? That was their advice to call it Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so they paid him thirteen thousand dollars, and they said, "Yeah, you should probably name it after yourself." Well, that was money well spent, don't you think? Because nobody can even like indeed, I mean, spell that name or yeah. anything. But you know, I mean, we remember it, right? Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. I mean, that's the stupidest name for popcorn I've ever heard of, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they should have paid you to come up with the name because you are a title master. Indeed I am, yes. So, uh, you know, that was money. If you ask me, Orville Redenbacher, that was money wasted, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're, if you're just going to call it your own name, like, that should be the first thought you have, right? Yeah. So, I wouldn't have to... So that says something about you. If you have to pay that kind of money to name your product after yourself. (laughs) Just saying. Somebody needs some help there. All right. Well, I mean, this is kind of a a good thing to follow up on that fact. Uh, Tom Hanks had an asteroid named after him. You want to guess what it was named? Uh, The Hanks asteroid. I don't know. 12818. Tom Hanks. Okay. <laughs> but I, I don't think he paid money. I, I mean, he might have paid money. Probably not $30,000. No. Or thirteen or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I mean, would you pay to have an asteroid named after you? Um, probably not. I mean, if, you know, somebody wanted to bestow the honor upon me to have a asteroid named after me, then maybe. But I mean, why don't, you know, I could just print up some kind of little, um... Well, sure, it's like the people who... Buy know, stars for yeah, you and stuff, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Or a little, like you own a little thing of sand somewhere in the... Right. Or a brick at, you know, the Colonel Sanders Museum. No, I actually do. <laughs> I don't own the brick, but my name is on that, and I won that in a contest. That is totally legit and factual. I'm glad you brought that up. In Corbin, so if you go downtown Corbin, you will see my name on one of the uh, first bricks in the Colonel Sanders Memorial. Alrighty. I mean, so it is not like that. It's I mean, like an auspicious, uh, you know. How many people have walked and looked at my name? I mean, I couldn't I, tell you. It'd be like a big number, I would say. I would think, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, so how many people are going to look at an asteroid and be like, was that 12818 <laughs> Tom Hanks? Or was that 
Orville Redenbacher. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. to me, that's kind of stupid because... Yeah. I mean, how would you even know, like, that's your asteroid? Exactly. Or, People could just say, yeah, that one's yours. Yeah, oh, I saw uh, my asteroid. Oh, there's my star. No, that's the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why did you, like, get me the cheap one? <laughs> you know? Got a deal on it. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> Somebody on the street was, you know, like. Right, yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying that's probably, I mean, if you got one for Christmas, that's great. Right. If you got an asteroid named after you for Christmas, we want to know what's involved and how you track it and, like, you know, if you could give us some. How much it costs. Right, I mean, you yeah. know, if you want to share that. Probably $13,000 and. Orville Redenbacher or something. Alright, so uh, let's see. Next is uh, well, apparently the murder rate in uh, Mexico in 2015 was really, really bad. So uh, they decided that what was needed was um, the Catholic Church performed a an exorcism for the entire company. Or, I'm sorry. The entire country. Of, of Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 2015, the church is is doing an exorcism for the entire country. Uh, well, I mean, so is that connected in any way to, like, you know, Trump's assertion that they were coming to the U.S.? Like... Um, I mean, it, they were trying to help them purge the country of the demons that were leading to the murder rate skyrocketing. But did they, do you think that it, it worked by not, purging them does, into the U.S.? It does not say that, no. No, I, I mean, so, I, I like, I don't believe that, you know, I'm just like... You don't believe that they did an exorcism? No, I, I, don't, I don't believe they exercised them oh, over to the U.S. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I, I was just curious, like, because I remember Trump saying that, you know, that's what was happening. Um, they were immigrating. Yes. Over murderers and rapists. Sure, and stuff. sure, sure. So, um, you know, I just wondered if the timing there was, you know. Not that I am... You know, we don't want to give any misleading facts because this is a what we're trying to do is clear up facts here. And yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, uh, I don't know how. Like, how does one exercise or yeah, exercise like, demons from an entire entire I mean, country? Do you, um, do you who got to do the honor? I, like, it, you know, it didn't say, but um, I'm sure they like got on TV and did it that way or something. Well, you know, I'm thinking in the U.S. right now, we need to, like, maybe borrow that and see if we can get rid of some evil because... Yeah, maybe we just need, like, a suppository or something. <laughs> Go out the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. And yeah. Canada, look out because you know how it's, like, right. going uphill or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now this this is a this is an interesting fact right here. I did not know, as I don't know most of these facts, but you know we're all learning. That's uh, very important in life, right? Sure, sure. Uh, when we're born, 
the only innate fears that we have is the fear of falling and the fear of loud sounds. So that's the two you're born with. Okay. Uh, and all other fears are learned. Hmm. So, like, for instance, I'm, I would say I'm pretty afraid of several things. <laughs> several. <laughs> you know, like spiders, snakes. Sure, sure. Raccoons. Uh, death. Raccoons. raccoons. Yeah. Dead um, raccoons. A lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah. The dark. Right, right. Um, you know, yeah. But apparently, I learned these fears. Mm -hmm. um, Makes sense. I mean, you know. Are Are you afraid of falling? Uh, no. I can't say that I am. I mean, I, I don't like heights so much. Mm-hmm. I guess falling is part of that. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you were born with that, so you can't really, like, you yeah. know, it's not your own fault. That's right. Uh, loud sounds. I mean, I can see why a baby... Yeah. You're... Because you're in the womb and all that, and you come out into... You know, somebody pat smacking you and you screaming and your mom probably screaming when you're just having you and <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of noise. Sure. So I could see how that happens. But yeah, I mean, so I wonder like what happens in our lives that make us afraid of things like other than those two. Interesting. Well, you know, there's a play in that, I would say. Sure. Developing, you know, showing these fears. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so here's a, um, you know, if you're ever outside at night in the summer and you hear crickets chirping. I have done that. I have experience that. So if you count the number of cricket chirps in 14 seconds, so it may be, let's say 10. 10. Right. And then you add four, add 40 to that. 50. That okay. would be the temperature it is outside in, no. in Fahrenheit. No. Really? That's what it says. Really? Yeah. Well, what about when you can't hear them? Then you're not listening to the amount of cricket chirps. So you, how are you going to know the temperature then? The idea is that you're listening to cricket chirps, not, not listening to them and trying to guess the temperature. Well, I don't know why anybody want to listen to them otherwise. Well, I mean, if you're trying to determine what the, if you're lost in the woods and you think it's cold out, or you think like. You know, it's really warm, then you count the number of chirps in 14 seconds. It could be any number. Add 40. Add 40, and that's the number of degrees in Fahrenheit. So, uh, basically, if it's like 100, then you're in trouble. If they add if you add 40 to that, then you're probably lost in Death Valley or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know if there's crickets there. But uh, I would guess not. If but, there are, I mean, yeah. you're you're in trouble if it's 140 degrees. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, now that is a good that is a good tip because um, yeah, you could be someplace where it's very crucial. 
sure. to know the temperature. And, uh, you know, another thing you could do with that, I'm thinking, is like you can make a bet for people that didn't listen to our podcast, okay? Let's there say, you go, like stupid bar bets. Right, and be <laughs> like, all right, I bet you $100. Now let's make that $1,000. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> these are facts that we're telling you. Right. You say, I bet you $1,000, friend, that uh, I can tell you what the temperature is. In, uh, you know, let's say 20 seconds, I'll be able to tell. And you, like, close your eyes, you know, and be, like, calling the universe and all that. And you're secretly counting the, you know, the, the crickets and doing that. And then you tell them the temperature, and they're going to look at, what, their phone? or Probably. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to match, and you're gonna, they're going to pay you $1,000. Yeah. So, so, yeah, you man, I mean... The, the the tips that we give like are are gonna make you rich someday or you know yeah. Yeah. richish right richer richer yeah, yeah. richer all right <laughs> now this one right here uh, is very interesting I don't, it's not gonna make you rich but um, the pinky promise you you've done that before yeah, with people yeah. you know yeah pinky swears is what I heard it. Did you say promise or swear? Pinky swear, pinky promise. I don't know. I, pinky swear is what I heard. Anyways, whether you promise or swear, don't swear. Because that's like, you know, profanity. Anyways, it, do you know how that originated? I have no idea. Okay, well, originally, it indicated that the person who breaks the promise must cut off their pinky finger. Oh. So, I mean... People take this lightly, but when you pinky swear, yeah, like you better be serious because otherwise, <clears throat> that finger gets chopped off. Yeah, like uh, who was that? The Japanese, the the yakuza or something. They do that when you know uh, they chop off a pinky or something. I knew, like, if you steal something, some cultures, yeah, you yeah. know. Cut your hand off. Yeah, that's like. Yeah. That's kind of biblical and stuff too, isn't it? Like sure, I think it, it sure. talks about like, um, you know, like poking your eye out if you are like lustful or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm just saying that it is a serious thing to make a promise or swear with your pinky. And uh, you should really like. Oh, see, now that's probably what happened to Judy, the Winslow's daughter. She. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's very possible they chopped her whole head off. I mean. Something. Yeah, I mean. So. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, do you think it'd be a better world if? Um, no. If people did that. No. It's like, uh, yeah, no. Well, you'd know who the liars were, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, sure. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> promise. Pinky promise. <laughs> um, so the kid who, pay, who played uh, Charlie in the original um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, and, yeah. Yeah book was Charlie in a chocolate factory but um 
So he appeared in that film, and what other films was he in? I I don't even know one. No, because he was never in another one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's why I don't even know yeah. one. Uh, apparently he's a, a uh, practicing veterinarian in the Adirondacks in New York right now. Wow. So that's what happened to Charlie. That is what happened. Yeah, you know. You know, you see here you thought he was living in a chocolate factory and like, you know, enjoying the life with the Oompa Loompas and, you know, sailing around on the, uh, you know, the river of chocolate. And oh, all that. no. Nope. He's, he's uh, got his hand up a cow's butt in the Adirondacks somewhere. Well, you know, life. Works in mysterious ways. It does. You know, just because you start out in paradise doesn't mean you're going to end up there. That's right. So, uh, you know, uh, it's pretty sad. Indeed it there. is. Well, I mean, as long as he's happy, right? Right. If he is happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he is, but... I mean, if he wanted to be in another movie, he probably would have been. I mean, that's a good point as well. But, um... I mean, even Chachi got a movie of the week, you know? Um... Well, you know, if you're out there listening to our podcast and you are not happy, Matt's saying you can, like, just be in another movie now, so... No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if he wanted to be. I mean, he was probably, like, a child star and after... I mean, where do you go after, like, Willy Wonka? Um... I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you, like, get a, you know... That's true. It could have been on, like, Saved by the Bell or whatever, or, you know. Yeah. Don't know. I mean, I guess there's no going back from that. No. no I mean, so. you can't, you know, you've reached the pinnacle of childhood stardom. Then, right. You know, unless you... You could be in the Wonder Years, I mean. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Because yeah. that's kind of bittersweet. Chocolate-like. All right. So, um, <laughs> this might or might not surprise you. Houston is the most diverse city in the U.S. Diverse how? Um, and, um, okay. As of 2010, it was 43.8% Latino, 25.6% mm-hmm. white, 23.1% mm-hmm. black, and 6% Asian. So, one city in the U.S., and it's the most diverse. Well, that's interesting, because I read something about, um, in New York, they, there are over 800 different dialects spoken. Well, they might be bilingual, but that doesn't mean that they're... Well, I mean, this, this takes into account all the people in New York and, you know, like... like city? Yeah, yeah, New York City. Okay. So, they, there's 800 different variations of languages spoken. Well, I'm just telling you, this fact I mean, says... <laughs> that would lead me to believe that New York would be the most diverse. Well... As of 2010, that was not true, All right. according to this random fact generator, and I have no reason to doubt it, because if I do, then not everything I'm telling you might not even be true. Right, yeah. So, uh, you know, 
everybody out there just like consider these are coming from the random fact generator. Right, right. All right. All right. So uh, changing gears here slightly. <laughs> um, so you know how like everybody complains how the government wastes money on all these different projects and. I mean, yes, I, I have heard a few people mention that. Yeah, yeah. So apparently in 2014, which is like. Six years ago. Yeah, so six years ago, apparently the U.S. Department of Defense had spent a grand total of $41.6 million on Viagra. I don't know why. I don't know if they were doing research or if, you know. You know why. It's because Congress is like <laughs> mostly men. That's exactly why. Yeah. And they've got, like, all these, um, you know, women besides their wives. Sure, sure. Uh, or, or boyfriends. I mean, they're not all female. That's true. They're yeah. gay ones. And, uh, you know, they just, like... So, yeah, uh, $41.6 million on Viagra. Uh, you know, and I th I guess they're, like, walking around thinking women should be saying, that's money well spent. <laughs> but, um, you know, when I think about that. Yeah. So, um, uh, just another example of, um. Sure. Yeah, wasted money. Not well. saying if you want to take it out there, that's great, but, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, just, uh, I would say... That's wasted money for the the country or okay. whatever. Well, I mean, don't you think so? I think you know. There's. <laughs> I don't understand why the government, especially the Department of Defense, is funding that sort of thing. But the moving on. Support the troops. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, however, that Viagra can also have other uses. Um, so. Like, for instance, for people with pulmonary hypertension, you know, that is a drug that a form of that is used. So it could be, like, used for something we're not aware of, right? That, you know. Like I said, they could have been doing research or whatever. I don't really know. Right, for something else. I mean, you know, some other totally unrelated situation. So. Right. All right. Well, uh, when we feel hangry... Um, because it's harder for us to control our emotions, um, our brains are low on glucose. Interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, there is a difference, like, of just being hungry. Right. And then feeling hangry. Right, yeah. And, that, and that's why, is because of our brain <coughs> needing glucose. Okay. So I don't know how you get the sugar, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess that's why they tell you to eat a Snickers bar. Right. Yeah, that's very true. So, um, yeah. you know, I think we should be getting one or something just to, you know, just to, like, test that out. Um, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, so, you know the band Chicago? 
Oh my gosh. First concert I ever went to. Really? Yes. Chicago, huh? Yep. Wow. True. Not in Chicago, but the band Chicago, yes. Alright, so apparently uh, in the 1970s they were very fond of using cocaine, <laughs> as a lot of bands were. And, uh, right. They put a fake phone booth on stage called the Snortatorium. Oh my goodness. So that they could do lines mid-concert without Chicago. going... Chicago! Oh yes, my goodness! without going backstage. So they put this fake phone booth thing and they, you know, wander in there, do a couple lines and come back out continue the show. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I could see him, like, doing a cover. I just called to say I love you or something. And, that you wasn't know. them. No, I know. I said a cover. Oh, so, you know, yeah. they could, like, uh, go in that phone booth to pretend like they're, like, it's a prop, you know, with hmm. a song. Well, I'll have to say, that shocks me because I did not expect that of them. When Peter Cetera. When, when did you see the Chicago? I was older, um, you know. I didn't go to any concerts in the 70s. But, so, so I would have been in, it would have been the 80s, late 80s. Yeah, they probably still doing lines then. They, well, they probably were right in front of me. And, yeah, you know, I'm just thinking did like. Have, did they have a phone booth on stage? I do not remember that. I remember it being like the sappiest songs ever, yeah, you for, know. Because well, that was Peter Cetera. That was the he, later year. Yeah, that was the later years. Yeah. So, this is before Peter Cetera, but, you know, hard habits to break, and, like, they just had so many. That wasn't I, them, was it? Yeah, I'm addicted to you. Ha-ha! Uh-huh. Yeah, hard habit to break, exactly. All this time I'm thinking that's a love, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And now I know exactly what that's right. talking about. Yeah, he's talking about the love affair with cocaine. All right, well, we may not have solved Judy, but we have solved that song right. and what it meant. Oh, my goodness. See how how they were right all along when they say they put these lyrics out into your yeah, brain? Yeah, There you go. I mean, it didn't work. I'm not snorting anything <laughs> or whatever, but, um, you know, I mean, uh, that's just because I'm overly sappy and took it, Yeah. you know, I took it the other way, right, so... Yeah. Wow. So here's an, here's another one, uh, not not about a band or anything, but um, apparently, uh, so Steve McQueen, you remember him, great actor. Very briefly, yeah, but yes. You know who he is. Yes, though, right? I do. Yeah, he was uh, in uh, Great Escape and Bullet and a bunch of other movies back in. That I the don't. way back. Yeah. You never seen The Great Escape? I did not. Oh my God, that's a classic. You well, gotta see it. Well, we'll see what we say about him. <laughs> well, so he, so back in, I think it was in the <coughs> 60s, right? Was when uh, the Manson family was around. I, yeah, I would, I would guess. I don't know, yeah, but I, I don't mean, remember what year it was, but uh, apparently he was supposed to be at the dinner party with. Squeaky from <laughs> No, with uh, uh, Sharon Tate, uh, who was murdered by the Manson family, yes, and then, yes. you know, they did all this crazy stuff, but uh, decided not to go because he ran into some girl he knew and went off with her. Wow. And bailed That's... on the, so had he been there, then, you know. Maybe he could have saved her life. Or he could have been dead. Right. Because they killed everybody, I believe, who was there at the party. Wow. So, yeah. 
It's you know, one of those things, like... Makes you, know, you wonder if, like, yeah. that was fate or... Um, well, yeah, I mean... Wow. So, I don't know. He's one lucky guy, in a way. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a lot to say about this. Um, just if you have a monkey, then... The loudness of a monkey is relative to the size of its testicles because <laughs> the smaller the testicles, the louder the monkey. Alrighty. So if you have monkeys out there, just saying that why they're loud or not. So. <laughs> uh, that's a really random fact. Yeah. And uh, I, I've just shared that with you. Alrighty. Uh, so Brian May, you know who he is? He is in a band. He is. Pretty famous one. Do you know <laughs> which band it might be? Um, if you give me a hint, I would because, uh, you know, um, I'm very bad with names and um, such. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Queen. Yeah. Yes. He is the guitarist for Queen. Yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, he is also... An astrophysicist. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and apparently he dislikes smoking. So he dislikes it so much that he banned. Uh, so he dislikes smoking so much that he prohibited smoking indoors at concerts before smoking bans were actually put into use in indoor places. Um, apparently it was due to his father's heavy smoking habit. Did he die of cancer probably or something? Brian May? No. He's still No, alive. his father. Still, I, I, I really don't know. I bet it had some influence like that. Yeah. Well, it's sad. That's a sad part. Sure. But he's doing something, you know, positive. I, I mean, you, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Uh, sure, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, my dad was very—he uh, smoked like a lot of his life, but um, you know, the last 10, 15 years of it, he was very much against smoking and yeah. tried to discourage people from starting if they had not. Sure. <clears throat> um, but wow, you know, to have to—I mean. He's like, he must be really smart, Brian May. Yeah. I mean, astrophysicist, sure. Yeah, so, um... I guess you don't, you know, you don't get to be one if you're stupid. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody can just buy you that degree or whatever. No, probably not. Like the asteroid or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Alright, well, you've heard the bee's knees before. You heard that. Yes, I've, I've heard that, uh saying it's the bee's knees yeah that oh. was like a 1920s thing. yeah so you know when you were like two <laughs> <laughs> all right bees actually have knees and the expression comes from the fact that they store large bills up of pollen in hairy baskets on their knees huh. so that's how you get the bee's knees Alrighty. i guess yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, on location here, so if you hear any 
uh, random car sounds, it's because we're recording in the van again. And in that's the, a fact. That yeah, is factual. It is factual, yes. We're in the parking lot of a Dairy Queen. In a undisclosed location. Yes, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> undisclosed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, Andre the Giant, you know who he I was? I do. He uh, died, unfortunately. He did. He was a uh, really... Uh, really big uh, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Literally yeah. really big. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the name. Uh, uh, apparently he was in New York City one time and was drunk. And, wow. Uh, he fell on a guy and <laughs> apparently the guy was pretty seriously hurt. <laughs> yes, you can imagine. Yeah, so... Uh, a giant falls on yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a giant falls on you, you're going to get hurt. Right, so... Uh, so A drunk giant. Yes. <laughs> uh so he, uh, anytime he went back to the city after that, they used to have undercover cops follow him around and make sure that something like that didn't happen again. I mean, like, what are they going to do if he started I to guess fall? I they would keep people away from him or something. Timber! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, I would say he should just not be drinking. I mean. Well, yeah, but. Like in public, you know, he should be. Yeah, but I mean. He should like have a. That's like one of those things. Like, how do you stop someone from, you know, people who drink drink because they want to, not because. I know, but if you're like falling on people and you're a giant, then I mean. That's that's. I mean, on the other hand, like how many people could say that that happened to them? So. In a way, you could, like, spin that positively and be like, you know what happened to me? Uh, a, a drunk giant <laughs> fell on me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they'd be like, are you drunk right now, sir? <laughs> yeah. uh. All right. So, 65% of autistic kids are left-handed. 60, huh? 65%. Huh. And guess what? Only 10% of people in general are left-handed. And that would be you. That's right. I am left-handed. Yep. Yeah. Ten, ten, you're, in the, you're in the 10%. Huh. You're special. I knew it. I, I am, yes. Yep. So. So, uh, groundhogs. Um, did you know that groundhogs and woodchucks are actually the same thing? How much wood could a woodchuck? I did not know that. Actually, um, I had never seen a woodchuck, so really? I thought, yeah. I mean, it, you've seen groundhogs. Well, now that I know they're the same thing, yes. but, you know, yeah. like I've, I've heard that, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck, but I never knew that was a groundhog. Yeah, apparently so. So how do they get two names? Uh, I think it was like people in Kentucky called them groundhogs and people in Pennsylvania called them woodchucks. Yeah. Although they probably called them groundhogs because of... Groundhog Day. Yeah, and Phil the... Right. Yeah. Uh, Puxatawney or whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. Yeah. Because yeah. um, that's like named after Pennsylvania, isn't it? Like a, 
or now? Yeah, Parker Donny is a, a place in Pennsylvania. And that's where the famous groundhog for groundhogs. Yes. Yeah, that's where he is. Yeah. You know, I, I think that ain't the same feel every year. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd I'm say I'm sure Phil has died. and yeah, you know, I don't know what the life expectancy of a groundhog is. Nor do I. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's probably... Probably not as long as Groundhog Day has been happening. I mean, I don't know. Just how and like, how do you like get the same one every time? Like, don't they just come up out of the ground, or I, I, I don't know. or do they put them in there? I think they probably keep them in a cage or something and just stick them in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! It's yeah. that time of the year again, Phil. You're going down in the hole. Yeah. Okay. Well. This is like not Groundhog's Day, but this is, I did not know about this day, but um, I think we should celebrate it next year, like promote it. December 3rd, do you know what December 3rd is known as? I do not. Okay, well, nor do I, uh, but I do now. I did not, nor did I, but now I do. December 3rd is known as Roof Over Your Head Day. Okay. And that is a day to be grateful for what we have in life. Is that not a great holiday? Yeah. I don't know why I've never heard of it before. <laughs> we have nothing <laughs> great to be grateful for. I mean, I don't I don't know why I never heard of it either because like what we on that day, well, like okay. So we're cuz we're going to promote this next year. So how how might you how might we promote that you celebrate this day? I don't know. Mm. Um, you could send a card to somebody to somebody that you're grateful for. Happy, be thankful that you have a roof over your head day. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's a day to be grateful of what we have in life. I think it needs to be like a catchier name. You know, like Groundhog Day, or uh, so you think. Roof Valentine. over your head day yeah. is too broad. Yeah. All right, Title Master, what would you call it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what I would call it. Well, maybe that's why it hasn't caught on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, by next year on December third, Matt will come up with a title, and we will change the name a little bit, and. Uh, we will all be grateful for what we have in life. I would say 2020 was not the year to kick that off anyways. So, 2021 is, is probably better. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to come up with a better, a better name. Yeah, but remember, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Yeah. Next year, you got that to look forward to. Uh, well, you know, in a way, though, isn't it? Pretty similar to Thanksgiving. I mean, I mean, yeah. Thank, but Thanksgiving was, you know, the pilgrims and such. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, I mean, people give thanks on that day. So Only because it has the word thanks in the title. And giving. Sure. Yeah. So that's probably why. And, and you know, in Thanksgiving's defense, it was probably a thing before National Roof Over Your Head Day. Yeah, because they didn't have roofs. And that happens, what, a week after Thanksgiving? That's what I was saying, yeah, the timing so, of it. Yeah. So we need to change a date, too. So people are probably sick of 
Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, so, so, so it's not going to be December 3rd next year. Yeah. We're going to pick another day, and we're going to, like, rename it. But I think it should be, like, June 18th. Yeah, because we are definitely thankful for you, <laughs> and that is the day that you were born. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, all right, so it's June 18th. You do know that was going to knock you out of some presents there because oh, that's true. nobody yeah. wants to be born on a holiday, you know. Yeah, like, you end like, up getting screwed. Yeah. yeah, born on Christmas. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, yeah, not good. Yeah, well, I mean, you just knocked yourself out right no, on the podcast. No, so, okay. Yeah, uh, so who do we write to about that to get the date changed? I right? say we just do it. Oh, no, just make yeah. it up? Inventing a holiday? Yeah, and then we'll probably have to let President-elect Biden know. Like, Festivus, that was a made-up holiday, but, I mean... Put it on Facebook, social media, tag a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. I mean, you know, we should really try that and see how far we can get with it. We're we're doing it next year. Maybe we'll get on, like, radio stations and promote it. Right. Uh, We'll be on, like... Uh, Ooh, Jimmy Kimmel on, Live, or, or or the Today Show, or right, even like uh, Jim. I don't know if I like Jimmy Kimmel that much. I don't. Well, I like I like him okay. Yeah, he, he's okay. You're okay, Jimmy Kimmel. I'll I'll come on your show. Matt can go on like. Uh, I don't like Trevor. Well, anyways, we 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 like everybody. <laughs> Trevor Noah, I Trevor Noah, I like you too. She just said she didn't, but you know. Yeah. What, my pinky swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright, so uh, the Hoover Dam. Yes, I do know where that is. Where is it? In New York. No, the Hoover Dam is not in New York. Oh my God. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> sure, it could be in Kentucky too, but it's not. Well, I wanted it to be. No, you know who I, I saw, like, the um, Brady Bunch go there, or the Partridge family. Brady Bunch, I believe. No. What was it? Somebody went there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sometime in some history. Uh, in Timmy land, right? Oh, of, oh, oh, of, uh, you know, I, I saw they, they went there in an episode. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, anyway, the Hoover Dam. Wherever it may be, not New York, not Kentucky, it's out in, I want to say it's Colorado. Oh, I, I want to say it's, or I'm Maybe gonna, it's on the Colorado River, I don't remember. Well, somebody went there and they climbed out, don't you remember that? They climbed down the wall or something, and yeah, there's a Is show. Is that like a bad episode of Chips or something? It's a bad episode, for sure, because you can get killed, like, you know, <laughs> doing that. Well, I don't know, just... Parts of it are coming to me, but I don't. Yeah. Don't remember who it was. I don't. Right, yeah. I mean, somebody out there probably remembers. But they were on a tour, like a tour, and and, and they climbed out. They got away from the tour group and got out into the, you know, climbing down into the, and and I don't know if the water kicked in and killed them or what, but. No, it, then it definitely wasn't the Brady Bunch. Nobody got killed at the the Hoover Dam and. Well, I mean, somebody went there, and I don't know why I would have been watching it if it wasn't, like, some of my favorites. Alrighty. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back to reality. 
that was reality, but yeah, I don't sure. remember. Yeah. It was Captain it was like Marvel. lack of memory, but yeah. I, so the yeah. Hoover Dam contains enough concrete to pave a 16 foot wide by eight inch thick road from New York to San Francisco. I believe it because I remember in that TV show it was like everywhere concrete. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. And here's another fun fact. The company that I used to work for actually had the contract to build that. Wow. Yeah. So one of the big engineering marvels of the world and I worked for the company that actually did that way back in the I don't remember when it was. <laughs> don't remember when I wanna it was. say I wanna say it was the fifties. It, it might might be earlier than that. But mm. I, I don't remember. We're gonna say around the fifties. Sure. Right. I yeah. mean we'll have to verify that. Well, and I'll also let everybody know what movie or TV show that was. Yeah, because I want to know who died, and maybe it was They like, may not have died, but I, it was close. It was like the Winslow's... Somebody got loose may, from the group. Maybe it was the Winslow's daughter who... Judy. Yeah. Well, That could I have mean, been what happened to her. They did it a... It could be. You know. But... Um, and Urkel, you know, I could see that family. <laughs> like, I could see him getting loose. And sure. Judy's probably like him. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, this is interesting here. Uh, in the 80s, the founder of Pringles, he requested to be buried in a Pringles can. And his children honored his request. So, he founded Pringles, and he is in a Pringles can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Buried. Sure. So, uh, I mean, is that sweet in a way? I, I don't know. I mean. Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, sounds kind of weird, but hey, whatever. I mean, if you invented Coca-Cola, wanted to be in a Coke can, I mean... Yeah, I guess, I mean... Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's like your life's work and then you're like a part of it. Yeah. You know, this, the downside is if somebody found the Pringles can, they just like toss you like, you know, like, oh, there's no chips in here. Psh. <laughs> you know, so... You know, that's the only downside I can think of. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyways. That's, um. That's that. Okay. So, uh. You know how they tell you not to feed chocolate to dogs? They do, yes. It can be poisonous. Deadly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, apparently that's for cats, too. Yes. And, so, and poinsettias also. Yeah, so don't feed your cats poinsettias or chocolate or, right. you know, your dog. Grapes. Yeah. Another thing that are poisonous. But apparently humans can be poisoned by chocolate if they eat enough of it. Is that like the milk chocolate or the more chocolate chocolate, like dark chocolate? Because um, dark chocolate, you know, has a lot of caffeine and... Um, uh it does not say. It just says humans can be poisoned by chocolate if they eat too much of it. Well. Um, apparently it's 
uh, caused by something called theobromine, which is found in chocolate, tea, and soda. See, the caffeine part, I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, and dogs and cats metabolize it slowly, which is why it's, you know, bad for them. Yeah. And then if, you know, you eat, like, a lot of it, then you would have to... That's why I'm thinking it's not the milk chocolate, because, you know, I bet, like, most people have had a pet eat a candy bar yeah. that's a milk chocolate. Yeah. But if they, you know, like, you're only supposed to eat a little square of dark chocolate. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, this kind of ties into that. Overwhelmingly, this might surprise you. It does not surprise me. But red states have the highest rate of dog ownership. And blue states are more likely to keep a cat as a pet. I wonder why. Well, you know, one could say that red states are like... Um, you know, you'll just have to draw your own conclusions. I, I'm not going to, like, elaborate on any stereotypes there. Yeah. So, uh, alrighty. You know, the, the cold cat Right, people. yes, yes. <laughs> Moving on. You uh, almost got me there. Yeah. Uh, so Russia, about the same time that Americans uh, landed on the moon... Russia was also in about sixty nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> apparently, they tried to send a satellite called Luna fifteen to the moon, and um, they wanted to collect rocks and send, you know, and then send that back to Earth or bring it back to Earth. So, uh, you know, they wanted to do it so the U.S. couldn't get the rocks first and, you know, like, claim credit because they were... Right. You know, Arch enemies there. Yeah, back, you know, the Cold War. And right, all that, so. right. Uh, apparently what happened was this Luna 15 came towards the moon and ended up crashing into it. Um, not far from where... You know, where the U.S. was walking yeah, on Neil, the moon. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, um, they apparently it crashed into the moon a little ways away from where they were, uh, just a few hours before they left the moon to come home. That could be interpreted as an act of something. Yeah. So, wow. I wonder if they even felt it or anything. I, I don't think they felt it. I mean, they probably, like, you know, I don't know where it came down in relation to where they were, but it just said a safe distance away. Mm. But apparently they came in too fast and crashed into the moon. And well, you see, that's what that. happens when they, they got, like, trying to show off there. Yeah. Trying to show off America, and uh, it didn't work. Ha ha. <laughs> Okay, um, but you know, we're we're all good now. So uh, right, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. Bill Gates's house was designed using a Macintosh computer. 
little bit of irony there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Or or hypocrisy or, you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Bill Gates' his name has come up lately quite a bit. So, so do you know why uh, Steve Jobs from Apple named the company Apple? Uh, you know, I watched that <laughs> movie about him, but I don't recall that. Yeah, so, so. Uh, uh, he named it Apple. One of the reasons that he named it Apple was because he wanted the company listing in the phone book to appear before Atari, which was his oh, alphabetical main, order. Yeah, his main competitor at the time. Oh. Actually, he used to work for Atari. Yeah, he was. He was a real interesting fellow, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I mean, people love or hate him. Yeah, I mean... He made a good speech? I'm sure a couple of them. Yeah, but, uh... Yeah. I don't know. He, uh... He was not portrayed really that... As that good of a person in the movie that I saw about him. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, I mean... Who knows, but... Yeah, so... Um... So, Hanson, you know the group Hanson? Yes. Yes. Bop? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. that great, you yeah. know, Oh, song. yeah, the yeah. great, uh... Bop song. Yeah. All right, well, you think... jam that it is. It is. I mean, there's teens that will forever love them. Well, anyways, so, uh, they made a beer, and they called it Hops. And guess what? They give away a free song with every bottle. A free song? Yeah. Wow. So, like, you can get umbop huh. with your umhops. <laughs> <laughs> Does that not sound like a... <laughs> sure. A splendid idea? Uh, yeah. Umhop. Umbops. Yeah, that's uh, enough of that. Well, that's there's nothing left. I mean, that's it's um hops and bops. So, uh, let's see. Oh, here, here's a good one. Uh, there's a woman named Ruth Wakefield. She uh, is the inventor of chocolate chip cookies, apparently. Wakefield cookies. And. And she sold her idea to Nestle for um, a lifetime supply of cookies. Really? Yeah. Aww. So how, many, how much do you think uh, Nestle's made off of um, her cookies? Her cookie idea. I mean, they print a Toll House cookie recipe on the bag of chocolate chips. Um, I would say. It's trillion dollars. Yeah, it's uh, pretty significant. So, Ruth Wakefield, you're a moron. <laughs> yeah, like, because she could have just, like, made her yeah, own cookies or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Alright, well, now, this could come in handy to somebody. Um, and and you'll, you'll probably admit that you maybe have been in a situation where you have to make a choice, but every choice is a bad one. 
you know, like the options are not. Yeah. yeah. They're they're all bad, but I right, mean, yeah. one might be a little less bad. Right. But um, there's a name for that. It's called Zugzwang. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> if you find yourself in Zugzwang, you know, it's it's I'm I'm sorry for. All right. Well, there you have it. Yeah. All right, and uh, I think we'll each do like one more, and uh... didn't call it Zugs Wang. So, you know, there was one slow news day uh, on April the 18th, 1930, mm -hmm. and the BBC radio announcer said, there is no news. <laughs> Can you imagine a day like that now? Yeah. Where there'd be nothing happening that would be newsworthy? Yeah, I, I don't think that would actually happen. You know, that would be a good play, wouldn't it? What? Like, where there's nothing, <laughs> nothing happens. And yeah. you could just be like, there is no play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be hard to write, or would it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a zugzwang situation here. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, there was an old lady named Dorothea Puente... Guess. She ran a halfway house in Sacramento for the, uh, you know, for people who were like down and out, I guess, or, you know, homeless people, I would guess. Right. And uh, apparently she ended up murdering seven of them and burying them in their front yard. <laughs> Neighborly thing there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and here's a really. That's what happened to Judy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a really cute one. A 96-year-old lady from Australia knitted a thousand tiny sweaters for penguins to protect them from oil spills. Aww. Did they wear them? I don't know. Apparently she knitted them, but it didn't say whether. That would be so cute, wouldn't it? See little penguins in their little tiny sweaters sure, walking sure, around. Sure. Well, uh, I think this one could be helpful for people. Um, erotomania is a psychological disorder uh -huh. where the sufferer has delusions that another person is in love with him or her. <laughs> So, um, some people may be suffering from <laughs> erotomania, and um, I think that we need to investigate that further. So, um, that definitely could be a play. Sure. Yep. <clears throat> Let's see. Um...
Uh, Edith Wilson, who is married, I believe, to Woodrow Wilson, who is a... The president? Yes, he was the president. Edith was the yes. first lady? So, Edith, Edith Wilson, the first lady, was a direct descendant of Pocahontas. And apparently she helped run the presidency after her husband's stroke and attended JFK's inauguration at the age of 88. So basically she's like a relative uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, they're in there somehow, I guess. Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well... I don't know, not as good as the uh, sweater-wearing penguins, but... Well, did you know lettuce is a member of the sunflower family? I did not. Well, uh, nor did I. And I, I, I want to close with this one, okay? This is really significant. Justin Bieber's first tweet... Oh, God. ...was at 8.27 p.m. on May the 11th, 2009... That is a day that should be marked on everybody's calendar. Yeah, we should call it, like, Bieber Day or something. Yeah, uh, May the 11th. Or the day the music stopped or something. <laughs> uh, well, all the Bieber fans out there, that is when he first tweeted. And yeah. so, you know, that's 11 years that he's... Has graced us with his presence. Yeah, from St. Canada and for that. artistic ability. Right, yeah. so... Uh, all right, and on that note, I think we're going to end this, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> well, uh, one last thing. Okay. The ants queen, the queen of the ants, you know, the one all the little worker ants help to protect oh, the, yeah, the yeah, queen. Yeah, I'm thinking bees, but... Right, well, ants, it's, it's all the same, right, really, and that the they're same. like, yeah, yeah. you know... Well, she can live, they can, the queens can live 30, up to 30 years. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's some kind of ant right there. Yeah. So if you're going to be an ant, be the queen. Be the queen. So that is my words to end on. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, this has been a, uh, quite a, um. So fun and yeah. fact-filled fun. <laughs> Say that like five times without laughing. Fact filled fun. Yeah. Five. Five times. Fact filled fun five times. Fact filled fun five times. Five times. Without laughing. Say that five times. Fact filled fun five times. Fact filled fun five times. You gotta say it five times without laughing. I'm not getting the concept. Say that oh, phrase. I have to say fact-filled fun, fact-filled fun, fact-filled fact fun. fun five times. Like, say that whole thing five times. So I have to say fact-filled fun five times, fact-filled fun five times. Five times. Three without, more times. Yes, without laughing. Without laughing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll try that when we're done here. Uh, they want to hear you. Yeah, no, it'd be like uh, me singing. I'm not going to do that either. I've already done that. I've yeah. sung oom-bop yeah. and oom-hops today. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Anyway, moving on. He just knows he can't do it. Yeah. It can't be done. Right. If you're yeah. out there trying it right now, you know it cannot be done. And yeah. if you can do it, make a video and share on our Facebook page of you. Sure, sure. Yeah, do that. Cause, yeah. I mean. Because we want to see it. Right. And I won't make fun of you because you have nothing better to do. <laughs> Uh, I'll right. be extremely proud of whoever can do it. Sure, I would be too, of course. Right. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're going to end this episode now. So if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or criticisms, please contact Kat at iWritePlays at Outlook.com. Or if you really love the episode, uh -huh. <laughs> and you want to contact me, and say great things about what we're doing, you can uh, contact me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Aw, you did so well. I know, I didn't screw it up once this week. That's awesome. Proud of you. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? Uh, no, I, I, I just say, you know, like, like I said before, if you're going to be an ant, be a queen. All right. You don't want to say like Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, or anything. Oh well, we'll be t we'll be seeing you before the New Year to like wish right, you so that. But I hope you did have a very Merry Christmas, and uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we are out of here. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. <laughs>